Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Master Tate Frazier is here. He's the senior vice president of this podcast. He also makes uh, sure there are no audio issues. What's up, Tate? Good to be back, Sal. I'm happy to be here. Uh, one week ago, I had surgery, and I'm, I'm Dr. James Andrews did a good job, so I'm back. <laughs> you had a big scare. What happened? You, with your mouth or something? Yeah, my mouth, and it was ACL. Th- it was a whole thing. You know, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of a lot of body problems here. Uh, okay. But it was good to be back. Good to bounce back. Uh, I, I got demoted from CEO uh, that I was a couple of weeks ago. Oh, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna earn my spot back. What did I say you were? Senior vice president. Senior vice president sounds better. Though. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You're more likable with that position. You know why you're likable? I did. Well, am I crazy? Or did I see you? Uh, you post a picture of yourself dunking on Instagram. Uh, yeah, back in the day. Oh, back that wasn't recently. That no. was t- 2011. Yeah, about about seven years ago. And you dunked? You couldn't? I mean, you, you only see the ball leaving your hand above the rim. <laughs> but you did dunk. You think? Yes, I used to be able to dunk back then. You, when barely you, over, barely over the rim. That's a that's a loss. So when you lose, see, I like that. I've never even come, uh, be, you know, three feet from dunking because that must have been a sad day when you realize you can't dunk anymore. It was really sad. My uncle, who can dunk and, and played basketball, and he was like, "All you have to do is get above the rim and just you know flip your hand over." And unfortunately, I was never able to do that. So right. I get the ball to the rim and then push it over slightly. It's, it's sort of like Draymond Green tried to do the other night. Oh, I see. Yeah, and he cost a lot of better. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, not being able to dunk two nights in a row, but two games in a row, by the way. But uh, wow. So you you think were you able to dunk like two or three years out of your life? Uh, probably to 11th and 12th grade. Once I hit my growth spurt. I see. Yeah. And then that's it. Then it just goes away. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Speaking of slam dunks, I don't know what's happening here, but every time I give out a pick on the show, it wins. I've hit five in a five. row. It's getting boring. It really is. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll try to lose. I don't know what to do, but uh, I've won five in a row. I had Golden State in game... Oh, man. Now I can't remember. It's so long ago. All these games run into each other. Game... Uh, I don't know. But it's one after they lost. Game three it had to be, right? I don't know. I'll talk to the trifecta. My degenerate trifecta went two and one with their best bets. Let's bring them on now. They're my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Parlay Kid. What's up, guys? What's going on, Sal? Hey, buddy. What's up? What's going on, buddy? Well... It's you guys. We went three and one collectively last week. Now the guy that uh, on Twitter who handles us, he's t- keeping uh, track of our record in year two because we did a we did a messy job of uh, letting it go in year one. But CP Haynes seventy eight on Twitter had us collectively at two one and one, and we were really three and one. The parlay kid he he gave you a tie when you should have had a win. And listen, um, CP Haynes seventy eight. If you continue to f this up. We're not going to allow you to monitor our records for free. So uh, step it up, man. Now, but let me explain, Parlay Kid. You had a four-team parlay, right? Right. Yes, I did. And one of the games I had the uh, yeah, yeah I had I had a, a baseball game was the first <laughs> leg of the parlay. Yeah. Uh, Yankees Nationals got rained out. Never even got made up. It's not getting made up until July. Right. 
Uh, I had the Rockets, Justify, and uh, Usman over uh, Maya in MMA. So uh, That was good. So what happened, if for, the, for the beginners out there who don't know, if you make a four-team parlay, let's say, and one of them gets rained out, one of the teams or games gets rained out, or if there's a push on it, it becomes a three-team parlay. So instead of getting, what was it, like plus 454, parlay kit, it ended up being plus two-something, right? Yeah, it went, from like, it went basically from uh, plus 454 to plus 240. I mean, it's a significant drop in, in that, yeah. but... Still put me back in the black, Sal, there you for go. the second season. Uh, two losses, you hit one parlay, you're back in the ba- in, in the black. That's yeah. what uh, parlaying is about. You can't even say it. You're so excited. That's I nice. I can't even say it. <laughs> Brother Bry, you were a winner, so too. I think this is game two. So All right, so we won on game We won on game two, right? I can't get confused. Yeah, yeah, we won on game two. So I had the rock, yeah, because... The first way quarter. the timing was. I had the Rockets first quarter game two, mm-hmm. then it won, and the, I also had the Rockets uh, first quarter game one, so that hit as well the week before. So right. I'm killing it right now since the guy's been keeping track, 3-0. and Nice. 3-0. Good job. And you were on fire. I mean, you don't, you know, we give out our bets, and uh, and you were just on just a, a torrid stretch there for like four or five days. You're winning everything. Um, yesterday he got tripped up a little with that. Everyone did with that game, and the Winnipeg Jets have screwed people. Um, thank God they're gone now. But talk about probably the greatest cover maybe of your life. I know we talk every couple weeks you have one of these. It was a lacrosse game, Denver, right? Yeah, I hit all four lacrosse games again this week, so mm. money on that. So what ended up happening, I had Denver plus two and a half against Albany. I was watching the game at my daughter's recital. Uh, Albany, Albany jumped out to a uh, four-goal lead with less than two minutes left. And actually, Albany, what ended up happening after that, there was a non-releasable penalty. So that means Denver basically gets the ball without a face-off. But they missed the first shot, and Albany recovered it. And there was still there was only a little bit more than a minute left. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Denver ended up getting the ball back again, scored scored again because there was no face-off in the next 20 seconds, so they cut it to two with 30 seconds left, and then Albany had a chance. They had an empty net for about 30 seconds, and the goalie was about you know 100 yards outside the net, so I just assumed I was going to lose on that one, but uh, probably the kid was at the game and he was texting me, nice. is Brother Bry going to pull this one out again? And I did. That's it. One for the good guys. I love it. So basically down four, you're getting two and a half with a little more than a minute left. You don't even have the ball and you cover that. And every lacrosse yeah. goal counts for one, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah, it does. There you go. All right. Now, Harry, you were the loser. I believe you have three losses in a row now. Is that correct? That is correct. Since that uh, debacle of me picking a NASCAR event mm-hmm. and race, it's been three losses in a row. And I had uh, I had Matt Kuchar to finish in the, not even the top 20, the top 10. And I should have known, what a disaster. I should have known that when I gave out the stat, he was 14 of his last 14 cuts made. That was going to end up being the kiss of death. And he was just awful. Uh, probably my worst beat down on Twitter too since AAO <laughs> Harry has existed. I just took yeah. a major, major beating, but yeah. I deserved it. That it, was bad. It was a giant kiss of death. It was a, it was a, it was a huge makeout session of death. I think because you yeah. falsely claimed that he had owned that course, even though it alternates every year or something, right? The course. Yeah. Okay. Just, I gave up the stats that he loves go- that he loves going. Even right. someone even posted that he. Was, was complaining and bitching about the course in general, so that just added insult to injury, I guess. Well, you could blame <laughs> Kuchar, you could blame NASCAR, you could, but really, you've gone downhill since you, you took on a girl, Harry. 
That's that's the case, really. It's too much hippity dippity. Yeah, no, like I mean, too much poison, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I mean, I, you know, I mean, yeah. Basically, I was I was in Vegas this weekend. Uh-huh. Partied with your sister's house. We had a ball. We right. had a ball with her. All right. And uh, speaking of women, um, I wanted to bet the LA Sparks in the WNBA at plus seven versus the Lynx on Sunday. Uh, when I got to the betting window, Tate, I had just gotten there just at the Flamingo, just missed the game, mm. wanted the Sparks plus seven. Of course, they win the game straight up. And then last night, I had the, uh, you could say I had the fever because I had yeah. the Indiana fever, first mm. half plus four and a half. Leaving work, I decided, I forgot that I even bet the thing, and I check the score, and I'm down 18 at the start of the second quarter already. So it's He's bad. all over so the bad. WNBA already. That's hey, great. Harry, who's your favorite player in the hey. WNBA? Vandersloot? Courtney Vandersloot? <laughs> you know, He's going to have an answer. <laughs> he is going to have an answer. Brittany, Grind- Brittany Grinder, uh, Phoenix Mercury. No, yeah. But you know what? Thank, God, thank God in Vegas, though, I did have a uh, – still won about 1,200 at roulette and video poker combined. What a combo. But still, that you, saved me besides what? the sports because – you're playing them both all so, yeah. at once, <laughs> roulette and video poker. I'd love to. You guys I'd don't. To. Maybe I'd, we should figure something out. We'll figure lot, that out to do that at the same time. A I'd lot of people do don't both. know the story, exactly. but Harry moved out to Las Vegas because he claimed he thought he had a uh, roulette system. Because we went there. Um, I didn't claim I had one. I had. One. Oh, you did have one, but it was a losing one. Yeah. Is the problem? Yeah, everyone has a system. <laughs> just didn't win. But uh, uh, what was, what, uh, God, is that over? 28 years? How many, I don't know how many years uh, ago that was. But. Uh, so yeah. it, will be, uh, it will be the um, 25th anniversary. Oh, no. We have uh, to go this back. This December we that, we to... Went out, that we went out to Vegas. Yeah. Really? We absolutely wow. have to go oh, back. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry, Sal. My bad. It's it more? was. Uh, no, no, it was 1993. 1993. Okay. That's uh, yeah. the. Take figure that out. Throw that in the calculator. 25. Tate. Okay, 25. Right, uh, 25. Yes, there 25. December of 1993. Emmett Smith single-handedly beat the Giants for the NFC East. You know it. You know it. Yeah, North Carolina won the title. It was a great time. Oh, that's right. That was some year. People should know, Harry literally went back to Oswego, packed his bags, and moved out to Vegas after that trip. He had a job, theoretically, with (laughs) CNN or something in in broadcasting. Uh, We're going to Atlanta, and then we go to Vegas, and then it was all downhill. Just kept going west. (laughs) Kept driving. Harry, what what was your system? Did you just double up every time? <laughs> Man, what was this no, dumb I system? A, I, I, well, I played a group of numbers on the wheel in an area, and like I said, I played on uh, I played uh, this weekend, and I hit right off. I was up eight hundred dollars in roulette in five spins. If that makes any sense. No, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But grew a group of numbers in an area. That's your that's in, your in the system. area of the wheel. I play five numbers in a row on the wheel. Hopefully, it lands there. Two or three times within five or six rolls, you hit and you get out. All right. Yeah, and you got hit and you <laughs> and got if out. If anyone has any other roulette uh, uh, systems, I'd love to know. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to or know. Any picks for the WNBA. That's what we want. We want WNBA and roulette systems. All right, listen, yeah. we have a lot to cover here. I hate this. There are two giant games going on as we tape. It, it, it's This is just how it is. We record when we have to record because we have other jobs uh, for now. For now, we have other jobs. I'm working on this. But, yeah, and the Game 7 Eastern Conference NHL uh, hockey game, the Caps are up one nothing on the road at Tampa in Game 7 and Game 5 NBA Eastern Conference between um, the Celtics and Cavs. And, Tate, you set this up 
and now it, it's gone. I, I I have a monitor here with the uh, don't come over here, but don't worry about it. I'm, I'm this is I'd rather just complain about it with the Cavs and the uh, Celtics, and now that there's no picture at all because there's no cable here. No, no cable, no no cable. No, they don't. They're not about that. It's a very millennial thing. So you very digital. We went yes. through the Apple TV and we put it on through ESPN, and it was. Uh, I was looking up and it froze a bunch of times, <laughs> and then it just said screw it. It it, it just gave out altogether. It just said check Twitter. Yeah, just check Twitter. I'm going to pay for cable. I'm going to find out how much it is to rig this place with cable. I mean, that would be great. I will. I will pay. We'll do the, it illegally. Bootleg it. Yeah, the thirty-eight dollars a month. We could. We could do this. Um, but anyway, those will be going on. We'll. We'll check in with that. But let's. Let's talk. Um, NBA. I was hoping we could do a Stanley Cup preview. That the. That the the. Uh, Lightning would win on what's today Wednesday the, on Monday and we could do a preview today. But um, here's what's going on. It's one nothing Caps. Uh, I feel like we'll get we'll get to hockey in a second, but I feel like Joe House, our buddy, big Caps fan, he bet Tampa because he had to have something. He bet against his team, and I said, House, this is what's going to happen. Mark my words, because you're a long suffering fan, you're going to lose your bet, and then the Las Vegas Golden All Nighters are going to sweep the Caps, and that's going to be the funniest way for you to lose. And he says, I know you're right, but I have to do it. So right now, Caps won nothing. But let's let's talk NBA. Now, uh, the Celtics game is going on. Celtics were minus one. Over-under was 206.5. Golden State for game five, minus one and 220. For the odds for the for – the, and this will all change by the time you listen. Not the top two, though. Golden State minus 180. Rockets plus 225. Tate, you could have had that three days ago at ten to one odds for the oh Rockets my. before Game Four, but now it's plus two twenty-five. And Cavs and Boston, I won't even read because that's going to be different when you listen to this. But but we finally had a competitive game last night, Game Four. Golden State twelve points in the fourth quarter. After my kiss of death text, I sent you. I was on with the trifecta, right? Parlay kid, what the hell? What did I even say? It was. I just think you said something like the Warriors are minus fifteen hundred or something like that. Like, or, <laughs> yeah, uh, this game, and this game's not even close or something. It's all you know. It was something to that effect. Yeah. I think. Well, so the part, the, so brother Bryce, it's at halftime, and I think what, what's Golden State down six at half or five, six, right? Yep, uh, six, yeah, six and a half. Were they six? And they were minus seven for the third quarter? I think that's kind of how it is. Minus, minus five. Minus, minus five. They were minus, minus five. five. So yeah. if they were tied at the end of the third quarter, you win. And we're like, ah, oh, should we pull the trigger on this? And we, of course, didn't. And they blew them right the hell out. It was like 34-17 the third quarter or something. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. And we're like, all right. So we're licking our wounds for not having that. And then I text... They're just too effing good. Rockets have 18 yeah, free throws to Golden State 7, and it's not even close to being a game. And then they, I think they scored like probably three baskets after I said that in the whole quarter. Like Unbelievable. What? Parley well, Kid. Well, yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. That was a nutty thing, Sal. Yeah, they were minus 160 to win at half, and then by the end of the third quarter, they were minus 1,500. So oh, if yeah. you jumped on the Rockets in the beginning of the fourth quarter, good for you. Right. Good for you. Not good for the rest of us, though, because we all have Golden State winning that game and winning the series. It really did made made no sense that they yeah. came out like gangbusters in the third quarter and then just fell apart. Like I know, and I know. Listen, people are going to say you lose your credibility for saying games are fixed. And uh, the first thing I'll say is we have no credibility. If you've listened <laughs> for the whole year, you know we have no credibility. But the other thing is. 
This Warriors team should not score 12 points in a quarter ever uh, at home. It yeah. just shouldn't. I don't care if Trevor Ariza is super glued to Steph Curry's armpit. It shouldn't matter. They, they shouldn't be score only six baskets yeah. in a quarter. And I don't know. I don't know what happens there, Parley kid. What what was that? <laughs> well, you know, so one, you know, I've been pretty vocal on Twitter about um, the lack of competition. It's, right. it's been bad. So that was to me. So, and I lost. I had the Warriors to win that game last night. So I actually lost my bet, but I appreciated the game. I thought, thank yeah. goodness, uh, we had a game like that. And it also just shows you that. One, you don't need to score 130 points for the game to be exciting. All right, that's right. that's what I think this proves. Kind of goes back to those uh, the '90 Knicks teams when they were winning games like 90 to 88 and sure. those type of games where every basket mattered. And so I don't know. You know what? The Warriors. I thought they played selfish ball the last four or five minutes of that game. They they were not passing the ball, trying to do a little too much on their own, uh, and the Rockets clamped down. I I think Ariza and um, uh, Tucker really uh, did, did such a nice job yeah. uh, defensively, but like you're saying, I mean, 12 points Come from uh, this this offensive juggernaut that that shouldn't have happened. Um, I'm betting it doesn't happen again. So, all right, well, listen, and and what a weird thing to see. They really must have wanted this series to go. And I hate it when Simmons complains about the refs. But when do you see a team at home get out free throw? Through throwed, I don't know, twenty-seven to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven to fourteen. Yeah. In a right, Tate. But I yes. think so. Yeah. I saw. If I could just say one last thing regarding that, I think though, the Warriors to me were just not aggressive with the ball. They didn't. They didn't take the ball to the hoop too much last night. They yeah. settled for a lot of jumpers, especially late in the game. I just. Um, but you, we're, we're I, used I to we're used to the bad. Everyone's like, oh, they took bad shots down the stretch. Like we're used to these terrible shots going in. That that's just what's weird that's about what, it. That's you know? that's the thing. They're, they're yeah. shot makers. They just are. needed one they or are. two more. Um, Tate, what you uh, you were surprised by the comeback? I was surprised, but uh, when Chris Paul made that bounce pass, you know, uh, down to Trevor Reza and he hit that three. That's when I the Rockets looked like they finally got their footing. I mean, this is their first time being in the conference finals with this right. team, obviously, and uh-huh. I think that they were punked a little bit. And the and the Warriors treated it like a regular season game at the end in, in the fourth quarter, and right. the the Rockets hit them back. And as soon as you saw Draymond miss those dunks and and hit the under on his points, and I, I don't know, there there was a bunch of fishy stuff uh, going so, on in that game. Yeah, Look, let's talk about that in Game Three. Same thing. Dray- Draymond's over-under was uh, 11 and a half. He had 10. He missed a dunk. Same thing game four. Late in the game, <laughs> over-under is 11 and a half. He misses twice. There was also, um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. But when we're running low on games, we're dissecting every little <laughs> player prop. Right, right, uh, over-under. Harden's over-under oh, was yeah, 30. Oh, everything. It was 30 and a half. He had 24 in the first half. Ends up with 30. The Action Network is all over this. But, Bri, we did have a close one. Cleveland was not a close game, game four. That just was not, you know, I'm sorry. Boston had the ball down seven once after the first quarter. That's not a close game, even though they, you know, it ended up uh, less than double digits. But lots of blowouts. What, Brian, what's the 22-plus stat with that? Yeah, so we should be killing ourselves because we did talk about the last round. You know, we expected there to be a bunch of blowouts in this round. So one of the things I always like to look at in in all the rounds is for a team to win by 22 or more. Mm -hmm. So if you look in the eight games so far in these conference finals, four of the eight have been decided by 22 or more. Actually, the average margin of victory for all these games, even including last night, is 20. Mm -hmm. So 
if you had the Celtics in game one, I think it was anywhere between like 16 or 20 to one that they would win by 22 Jeez. or more. The Rockets in game two was 11 to one. That seemed actually, that was, that was an easy one to yeah. kind of jump on. Maybe you expected them to bounce. I know we all liked them that game. Mm-hmm. Then the Rockets game, uh, the Warriors game three was five to one. And then the Cavs game three was seven to one. So there was a stretch there of three straight games that covered, you know, over 22 to one. But that's something, that's something we should keep an eye on. I don't know if you'll see it again. I think you'll maybe see one more blowout in this round, uh, mm-hmm. depending on what happens game five. But uh, something to keep an eye out for the finals as well. It's going to be interesting. In the finals, usually you still see yeah. one or two blowouts either way. Yeah. Harry, you said there's no drama, right, in these games? Oh, these games have been awful. I mean, if not for LeBron, we've had an entire, we've had an entire postseason of dramaless playoff games. Uh, since the playoffs started, I got some numbers here. Since the playoffs started, there have been 72 total games. We have had only two overtime games. One was a Cavs game, mm. and 11 games have been decided by three points or less. Five were Cavs games, and since the second round started until now, the team that won the game won by eight points or more. 20 out of 27 games. Mm. So the NBA needs LeBron and the Cavs to keep winning, or I guess it's just more laboring basketball. Oh, I see what you did. All right. Well, I, I would say <laughs> I jump on bad. jump on the twenty-two plus. I don't know how many games are left. Left. There's two. Uh, there's you know. There's anywhere from two to. Uh, well, I guess I have to anywhere from four to eight games left. And jump on the twenty-two plus. You can't do it for the Celtics game left. Uh, I'm sorry, Tate. Yeah. What do you think? Who would you be least surprised that it went six games? Are these both going seven? I think LeBron, in his head, if he wants to get his team prepared to play the Warriors, which I think he's probably in his head planning on doing that, he has to get it done in six just for rest reasons. So if I'm him, I'm trying to steal game five. Don't want to go to game seven in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that that's a really tough game for him, especially. I think he's gotten over those demons in Boston, but still some of that stuff sort of creeps up. We saw that in the first two games. I do think that the Warriors, I, I mean, I don't know what that line is for game five. I, I don't have it pulled up right now, but I would take the Warriors in game five because they should have won game Min- four. Minus, minus one. Oh, minus one. Oh, seriously? They're still favored? Yeah. Wow. And there's some rumors that Clay Thompson might be hurt, but I don't know. Then we, definitely I would go Rockets if they're still favored. I, that's that's really? surprising to me. All right. Well, we're going to have uh, best bets, which I'm sure will include Game 5 in uh, about 20 minutes. But um, I think that has to go to 7. If, I feel like the Rockets with P.J. and Paul and Harden, they seem like they, they've kind of they started to buy in. Are you guys, you would be all more surprised if, uh, let's say, the Warriors and Cavs are down 3-2. to two. Which one would you be surprised, more surprised that they lost at home? Warriors? Yeah, uh, Warriors for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Although I don't think the yeah, Celtics Warriors, have a chance either. I mean, if, if you could uh, right now, they they are certainly not losing that game six. I could tell you that that right. that is not happening. Right. All right. All right. I look forward to our best bets in a minute. Let's take a break and talk about what are we talking about, Tate? Uh, Hotel Tonight, yes, right? Yes, just for Harry. Let's talk about it. Hotel Tonight partners with awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe to book. No long, endless lists of a zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. Perfect. Whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute end. With Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. Harry, you part of Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program? Oh, I am. Are you really? Sure. You have it on your phone? I, I didn't uh, know that. 
my uh, my it. boss, uh, my boss Ken, uh, you know, he demands he's you a do part it. of it, so he made me be part of it as well. Right, he was upset with you. You still didn't have Uber on your phone, but this is a different. So you have Hotel Tonight HD uh, perks. That's uh, so. Did you use Hotel Tonight and booking your hotel to uh, LA this week? No, didn't use it. I got a, I got a pretty good deal, so I'm, uh, I'll be uh, <laughs> 10 minutes away from you. So uh, maybe I I'll mean, even, uh, you know. All you do on these podcasts is lie. You couldn't just lie during our <laughs> ad for a minute and just say you used it. No, I'm just telling you. Nice plug, Harry. Not, uh, not, didn't use it for that. Oh Should I? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll check it out. You come know. to LA with your new squeeze, and uh, and you didn't, and you uh, you went, you went for, you did it by yourself. You think you, you could. This is something you can handle. That's westerning it up, you know. All right. Westerning it up. All right. Well, you screwed up. Poor La Quinta. (laughs) Start scoring amazing deals in incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app now. And something else. Listen, guys, sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. Tate, I tell you this all the time. Blue, who introduced vaping to the world, is now introducing my blue. My Blue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. Just click and go. With My Blue's easy-to-use one-click liquid pods, you can switch between flavors in seconds. A range of flavors to choose from. Just 20 minutes to charge in your set all day. It comes with a free, limited lifetime device warranty called MyCare. For a limited time, Blue is letting you try their My Blue starter kit for just $1. But hurry, this is not going to last long. In fact, it's gone. The deal's gone. It just left. No, hurry. Terms and conditions apply. Go to myblue.com, M-Y-B-L-U.com today to learn more. All right, NHL, uh, as I said, we're recording during Game 7. We're at the first intermission, and the Caps are up one nothing. Underdog Caps looking to steal Game 7 in Tampa Bay. Um, the Vegas Knights are the story, though. 500-1 to one long shot in the preseason. Lots of casinos have tickets they're holding on to with 200 to 1, 100 to 1. And then I look today, though, how much the sports books stand to lose. I've been looking for this stat. Guess how much it is, Harry? Did you see this? Five million oh. bucks. I wrote, I forgot, I emailed it to you, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Again, another good time. You could have lied and been surprised. Nice but. work, Harry. <laughs> right. No, it doesn't seem like a lot, though, does it? Like five million? I feel like. Uh, I alone will lose $3 million in hockey futures. I don't understand, but um, $5 million bucks. I think, just, I think it's just hockey itself to lose $5 million is a hit. For, I mean, for that to be the sport to lose a lot, uh, to take a big hit, you wouldn't think it'd be hockey. No, I understand, but all this time we've been talking, we've been hearing like, oh, no, they can't, the casinos get crushed, but ends up being $5 million. Not that much. Harry spent more than that on a hotel in, uh, in Torrance, California. But... Uh, Here's the stat that I like, and I've won four in a row with this. And first team to score wins. Now, it's minus 225 typically, but Brother Bry, four in a row and 14 out of the last 15 playoff games. You have to go back to like May oh 3rd before the second one for, makes the 14 out of 16. That's pretty remarkable, huh? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you usually don't see trends like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, something about it this year. Why I don't understand why these teams – we used to see, especially last year, these teams coming back. This year we don't see anything. Like that, that was so. our big claim. Teams down two goals, you can get anywhere from five to like ten to one, depending on when it happens, and just jump on it, and they would come back. But it, it's not happening at all this year. And Washington's playing great defense, like the, the last part of uh, game six. And now, I don't know. Because you have to think about it. I'm thinking, all right, let's look now at the live odds. So after one period, uh, 
The Caps are up one nothing, and if you wanted to take them live right now, it would be minus two fifteen. Is that what it is? Oh, yep. that's what you're guessing. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing minus two hundred. Okay, so I would be on the short end of it right now, probably because it's the Caps and not Tampa that scored first. But the truth is, you're in a, you're in good shape here, up one nothing. You're going to probably score one of the next two goals and still be up and two nothing. Like we said, forget it. But brother Bry, you had something. It was looking. Is this still a, a good trend? I know it lost Monday night goal in the first ten minutes yeah. of the hockey game. Yeah, well, I always look up these, like, dumb stats. I'm staring at numbers all day, and I <laughs> found this one that was the goal in the first 10 minutes of the hockey game. So it hit in five straight uh, mm-hmm. before the last Washington-Tampa game. And yeah. it hit eight of ten in the conference finals, prior, you know, in total prior to the last game. So I figured, you know what, I'll jump on. Um, there was uh, no goal. Jeez, there was no goal in the first period, I don't think, right, no, in that no, game? No, there wasn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course tonight's game, Washington scored in the first minute, so uh, maybe it's back to being good. Ovechkin but I would keep an eye on that with with Vegas because they they jump out and attack pretty quickly. So yeah, look at do. that in the finals a little bit. Yeah, they do. Although I will say the odds, they, those odds used to be like minus one ten, minus one fifteen, like pretty even. Uh-huh. Now you'll see like some of them. I think the other day it was minus one sixty five. Yeah. So it's, it's to to take under ten minutes. Right. So you're paying a little bit, but it's it's hitting a lot. I gotta say, I gotta say, it's funny that we're talking about this actually on the podcast. Is it during during the well, considering during the regular season? And Tate, you probably you don't know this, but like if I sent these guys that I had a bet in the first ten minutes of a hockey game regular season, Sal would be all over me, and Brian would be too, ripping me to shreds because I'm betting the first ten. Well, minutes. we're running uh, out of games, ripping Harry. me to shreds. Well, it, <laughs> it, it's just like why? Because it was, it was probably during like a the, the Steelers Jaguars playoff game or something. Like just like just like you betting WNBA games now is ridiculous. Harry, you're ahead of your time. <laughs> All right, that's it for hockey. Uh, checking in now. One nothing still. Intermission. The Capitals lead the Lightning and switching to NBA real quick. The Celtics twenty nine, Cavs nineteen with. Under a minute left. Bri, you're going to have your uh, your first quarter bet. Ah, that was pretty good. Celtics minus a half yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, minus a half. And plus, just so everybody knows, the home team now in the first quarter will be 8-1 and one against the spread in the first quarter. So, again, keep that. an eye on that one. Look at that. Look at that. So much information, Brother Bri gives. All right, look, I'm going to read this now. I, I know I love this. Even though it's more than 90 days away, they have the college football week one uh, lines out. I'm not going to read all of them. Now, you know what? I'm going to read all of them. There are 65. Here we go. Central Michigan. No. Uh, The notable ones, though, Alabama opened minus 20 over Louisville. The Tide now minus 28. What is going on? Tate, you gave me a – it doesn't have anything to do with this game. What did you say about – Alabama, I missed this. So time. Alabama's playing USC in 2020. They played in 2016. That was the Cowboy Classic. I think yeah. they changed the name to something else. Some some other classic in Dallas. But they're going to make Alabama's going to make six million dollars to play USC in 2020. Wow. Why? Why did they need that money to play uh, USC? I, I don't know. For I guess for to get Alabama in the game, they had to pay them six million. Interesting. And they're probably not going to give that to the players. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, so. I don't know if that's the reason, but Alabama went from 20 to 28. Over Louisville. Well, Louisville must suck this year, I guess, for 28. Oh, that's the best team. What are you going to do? Notre Dame open minus seven against Michigan. Wolverines now favored by one. Harry, you have some thoughts on this? Yeah, I have a thought on the uh, on the Alabama Louisville. Oh, game. go ahead. Uh, Bama, I'll take Bama any thought you have. Five, yeah. <laughs> Bama in the last five years 
have played Florida State, USC, Wisconsin, West Virginia, and Virginia Tech in the first game of the season. And they've beat them by a combined score of 179 to 63. Mm. So, and when with, and uh, of course, with the line has jumped because Lamar Jackson is gone. But something, some betters may not know <laughs> yet is that Coach Bobby Petrino of, Louis, of Louisville has been grooming this new quarterback, Javon Poss. It's going to be a different team with Louisville and the way they run their offense. This guy's 6'4, 230. Mm-hmm. So at 28, seems like a lot at this point, doesn't it? Yeah, you said the line jump because Lamar Jackson is gone. You think the betters are just now figuring that out in the last couple of weeks? I'm just, I'm just saying, well, what, you know. So, but also, how about the betters betting on quarterback uh, Tua for Alabama? The guy's basically played a half a football, right? Me, a meaningful football, and he's third uh, best odds to win the Heisman. Yeah, which is very interesting. Pretty freaking good right, half. That, though. that yeah. didn't change the line, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's Bama. I mean, they cover. A, you, could, you, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't set this line high enough. They cover week one every year. It seems like, yeah, yeah. that was one of my yeah. best bets last year. Week one was Bama. Like they seem to do whatever. They always year. play somebody good in week one too. And then, like I said, one seventy nine, sixty three over the past five years. All but right. Sal, I think yeah. uh, I think Brian could tell you why uh, Michigan line changed. I think Brian, that's his team, so I think he could oh. kind of give you some insight. Go ahead, Brian, that. tell us. Well, no, I think it was. I mean. <laughs> I, when you looked at those initial Notre Dame odds, one was that one did that open actually originally. That was already. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, two, it was two uh, months ago. I think yeah, it was I like three. I think it was from. like three weeks before they hired Harbaugh. No, I don't. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't. A, <laughs> no, it was but a yeah, it's just a, it's just around Shea Patterson. I think since he's definitely eligible to play for them. I, I mean, see. I think even though it's in Notre Dame, this game. I think if Michigan gets anything out of their quarterbacks this year, they'll be pretty good. And, and Notre Dame, obviously, you know, they lost players. But I think the fact right. that Patterson's eligible obviously played a huge line in that. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, I'd love to talk football. Actually, we're not done talking football because the Browns are on hard knocks. We missed this last week. We didn't talk about it. but uh, <laughs> And this is just a dream come true for everyone. And Covers had stats for um, weird like trends for teams that appeared on hard knocks. And it just seems like... Whoever's on Hard Knocks, I like it. Maybe it's the way it's edited. They do a nice job, but you fall for it. You think the team might be good, and you end up uh, going poor betting the team the first six weeks. But the reality is the Hard Knocks team, 4-7-1 against the spread in Week 1, 27-20-3 against the spread the first four weeks of the regular season. That's surprising. Um, And then 11-2-1 off a loss the first four weeks. So, when the Browns uh, get smoked week one, I don't even know who they play. We're going to have to write that tape, write that down. All right, We're betting down. the Browns week two yep. and then never, ever again. <laughs> um, and, but speaking of the Browns, now our own parlay kid, he got, I'm going to give him credit, he got Sushi Brown fired. He went on a right. rampage, got him fired, did the sna- yeah. same about the Islanders GM, Garth Snow, right? That happened yeah. last week? Well, yeah, so, well, I, I can't really take credit yet. Uh, Garth Snow is still the GM of the Islanders. Oh, I see, right. Um, but uh, they brought in Lou Lamorello. He's the president of hockey operations. There's a chance he could fire Snow. Probably won't because mm-hmm. uh, Snow hired his son last year. I don't know if that's going to happen yet. Okay. But the bottom line is Snow has basically been rendered powerless with the Islanders. So I think as an Islander fan... That's good enough for me right now. Okay. That's good enough. So if anybody wants one of their coaches fired, just let me know, and uh, 
We'll yeah. go after him. So I'm trying to we're think. Go after I'm trying to think. Maybe uh, Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. No, no. I like. <laughs> I, like I like Jimmy Fallon. Hey, All yeah. Right. Let's. Yeah. Who watches Jimmy Fallon? Come on, please. No, no. A lot of people. That's that's what's that's the issue here. No. God bless Jimmy Fallon. All right. And uh, real quick, baseball, because people get mad that I don't mention baseball, but I'll make the parlay kid and his brother Bry happy. Uh, Luis Severino, uh, the most profitable pitcher in baseball, according to covers. Plus 800 if you bet 100 on every one of his starts. And Jose Urena for the Marlins, the worst. Minus 1,000 if you bet every one of his starts. Kershaw, minus 975, is second, which is that, that to me is not fair. He has a, the worst run support. I mean, that guy, he should walk past any, any batter in the on deck circle swinging. He should just spit on him. But a 2.86 ERA, <laughs> and they just don't ever win for him. He's hurt now for a while, but uh, I think he's making his comeback this. This week, I think he threw last week. I don't know. But anyway, Kershaw, for whatever reason, the second least profitable pitcher in baseball. All right, now, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make-Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifect and I set sail, tackling phony gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, the prop is very simple. Over the next two weeks, which number will be higher? Vegas Knights wins or Draymond Green technicals? Draymond Green minus a half on this. And this is tricky because you don't know, well, you don't know how many games either team's going to play, the Knights or Draymond Green. Um, Harry, what are your thoughts? Well, if you recall, before the playoffs started in hockey, I gave out Vegas at plus 325 Mm -hmm. to win the West, and they did it. To start the playoffs, plus 325, and I'm not giving up on them now. I'm going to take Vegas because that's going to be four wins. They win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Draymond maybe gets two, three technicals, plus I'm, plus I'm getting a half. I'll take Vegas Knights, rolling, and they win the Cup. Wow. Bri, I think you're going to agree with them. Yeah, I'm going to agree with them. I, I can't go against Vegas anymore. I think they win... They won, I think, minimum two to three games. I mean, it seems like the the refs, though, lately haven't wanted to call any technicals on Draymond. It seems like every game there's like ten instances where they could. He gets in the ref's face. He gets in the player's face. He, like, toes the line perfectly. Like, yesterday he he pulled... Paul down to the ground, but then caught him as he was falling. I mean, it, it seems like it's, he's just on the brink of maybe getting one, but mm-hmm. he knows exactly how to toe the line, and it's, it definitely seems like the officials just don't want to call it on him at this point. So I would say he'll still get one or two more, but Vegas is going to win uh, three or four games, I okay. think. Okay. All right, Parley kid, you are, you are Vegas yes, bandwagon? I'm staying on this, Sal. I'm mm-hmm. staying on this. You know, Green is he's good for about one technical every four games. That's kind of how it's his stats play out with that. The Warriors, at the most, have ten games left. Uh, Green can't if he gets a if he gets four more. If I think he, if he gets his seventh, which would be four more, he would be have to sit out a game. It's mm. not happening. And let's face it, so I've, I'm at the point now. Vegas is winning the cup. Wow! They're going to go down as the best sports story here in the tw- you know in this century, bar none. What a story! Five hundred to one. They're winning. I, I'm really, I'm, I've given up betting against this team. Vegas is winning four games. Green might pick up a technical or two, but that's going to be it. Vegas, easy. All right. I'm going to be a contrarian here. I'm going, listen, I think Draymond can have ten more games. He could have two more games, but I think he's going to have at least seven. Uh, 
and, and a possible 10. Look, this guy, I think they're going to be picking on him to make this series close. He did get a technical 10 seconds into, was it a minute into the game or less? Was it 10 seconds in? Was that game one or two? Mm-hmm. Game two. I don't know. One it was. was. But uh, I think they switch gears and try to pick on him, and the guy will pick up a technical watching the mascots dunk at halftime. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Vegas All-Nighters, it's a, a great story. An improbable run, I think just short. I think they win three games. Um, Draymond, four. All-Nighters, three. Draymond, minus a half. That's my pick in the Captain Morgan prop. All right, it's another week of Captain Morgan's Make-Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's order. Sorry, Tate, I forgot to ask you. What do you... What, what's your thought? Oh, I, I, I would just say that Marcus Boris leads the playoffs with four techs. Draymond has three. Terry Rozier has three. LeBron won. Durant won. P.J. Mm. Tucker won. CP3 two. Those are the guys to look out for. I think Draymond, he said he called timeout with four seconds left. Nobody heard him. He's going to act even more demonstrative now. I, I say Draymond's going to get three techs, but the Vegas Knights, Harry's Vegas Knights are going to win it all. Four games, so I'll take the Knights. <laughs> all right, Knights 4-2 over Draymond. Uh, back to basketball real quick. Celtics 36, Cavs 19. I'm seeing with 10.47 to go in the second. Fellas, fellas, 22 or more, maybe. Maybe. 22 or more. And, Brian, I know we didn't talk about it because it's been back and forth, but the over-largest lead, did it hit already? Uh, Yeah, it hit. It was 15 and a half today, so it hit. Damn. I almost jumped on that, too. That's a problem. uh, Oh, my God. And and the Celtics tonight, I know – when the line first came out yesterday, they were sixteen to one at, to one by twenty two or more, and then they closed at twelve to one today. Oh, so I've definitely been staring at that number. Yeah. All right. Well, at least you're going to win a little money from the quarter. You don't have to watch any of the rest. But uh, all right, let's go to our mailbag. You can email us cousin sal against all odds at gmail dot com. We get a lot of nice letters. Here's one, um, Sal. I have to say thank you. To you all, podcasts like yours fill the ever-present downtime of a deployment and truly help bridge the gap until we come home. I hope to see you in Pahrump one day. This is Chris. He's overseas. He's uh, in the armed forces, and his last name, he says, is omitted for fear of court-martial. Well, God bless you, Chris. We appreciate your service, and uh, we're going to make you an honorary member of our uh, Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. Imagine this guy is a... He's trying to stay alive. He's up all night, he's like digging shrapnel out of himself, and he then he has to to wind down. He's listening to Harry's tales of hippity dippity with the the new girlfriend. I don't know how, I, I don't know how that's better, but Chris. But uh, listen, I was staying up all night in Vegas trying to stay alive at four in the morning on the roulette table. So, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh my God, it's so similar. I didn't realize it. All right, oh, uh, Harry. This uh, thanks for listening, Chris. Um, Here's another one. Sal and team, why does everybody on the show have a nickname except Harry? Brother Bry, Cousin Sal, the Parley Kid, Master Tate, and Harry. Is Harry so much of a degenerate whipping boy that his name alone is enough? Is it punishment? Is his actual nickname so vulgar that it wasn't appropriate even for HBO? I don't get that one. But all right, I think you should open this up to the community. I'll start with one option. Good one, Harry. It's already Tate's affectionate response to Harry's attempts at humor, and it kind of fits the old Vegas aura or a random guy giving you betting tips that'll probably never win. Love the show. Best of luck. Jordan Armstrong, uh, send back Air Base in Germany, another serviceman. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Wow. Well, let's figure this out here, Tate. Um, you do say good one, Harry, a mm-hmm. lot. Yes, it's a it's a catchphrase of mine because uh, Harry has so many good ones. I I thought I thought uh, <laughs> right. I was, <laughs> right. I was thinking, you and know. By the way, Harry's response, Harry's attempt at humor, really. 
a tennis? Yeah, of no, course. That's, somebody, that, that's a caveat. Uh, <laughs> I would say Prince Harry is a good one because we got Prince Charming over there, Harry, and then oh. obviously the you know the mm. whole Prince Harry situation. Maybe maybe this is uh, Meghan Markle's nightmare if we send Harry over there. <laughs> it's very princely, yeah. Especially if Prince is playing in the background. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like Prince Harry. That that probably my vote. All right, I like that. Harry, are you okay with not having any uh, a nickname? Do you I'm want fine. one? <laughs> You're fine. Either way, good either one, way, Harry. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you, Ciccoli boys? What do you think? Are we good with just Harry? So, didn't you? So you always had many nicknames for Harry. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot him. Right. So many for him. Yeah, he had a lot for me. I, I, I would end up calling him whatever he called me. <laughs> Hairball. What was your fraternity nickname? Was it Homer? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Homer Simpson because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Eddie Olchek, what did he say? Little little round Harry last week? Did little he call round, you? Yes. Little yeah, round Harry. Little round Harry. That's pretty good. Brother Brian, you, what do you think? You just keep it Harry or what do we do? Yeah, let's just keep it Harry. I, good one Harry is a is a good one, but yeah. uh, you know, Harry I think just it should just be his name. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't think Harry needs a gimmick. It's like um It's like Madonna. Just yeah. one name. He yeah, one name. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, like if, if like ZZ Top started wearing ascots, like why? You got the beard and you got the glasses and you got the that. We yeah. we get it. Harry's Harry. Um, oh, this is from Twitter from Sean Green, not the not the Jewish uh, <laughs> superstar baseball player, but on Twitter, can we get odds on next against all odds guest to be arrested? Uh, our buddy uh, Lenny Dykstra ran into a little trouble this morning, and uh, he wants odds on the next. Um, <laughs> Guest of America, what's the name of this thing? America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted on Against All Odds to be arrested. Um, I did look into this. Uh, My friend Brad and Super Dave are tied at five to two odds. Brad's number one. (laughs) By the way, Sal, I sent Lenny a text today. You did? I sent Lenny a text. Said, hey pal, it's Harry in Arizona. Hope you're okay. I've got no response. No either. way he responds to that. I was going to no ask way. him to call in, but then I'm like, what the hell am I doing? This is this is not a good. But I did tell our friend Brad, our crazy friend Brad. I sent him the article, and he was livid at the fact <laughs> that Lenny Dykstra got off on a, on a summons um, because Brad a few years back got a jaywalking ticket and was arrested. And he told me I could tell this story. He got a jaywalking ticket, was arrested, and released on $5,200 uh, bail. So mm. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra puts a, a weapon to a, a driver's head and gets to, gets to walk out and tweet all day about it. But that's good. <laughs> $5,200 looms large again. 5200 You're right. That's the magic number. And Tate, who paid wow. that money? Yes. Who paid that for him? So, Sal. So. No, Jimmy did. Jimmy killed it. Still. All right. All right. Let's do it, guys. Best bets. We're hot. We were three and one last week. I don't know if we want to start with you or end. Let's let's start with you, Harry. Come on. Get off the schneid. Win one here. Off the schneid, and I'm not. I'm not. You know what? What? Put it this way. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a two-team parlay. I know that's bad because I got to get off the schneid. I just need one, let alone two. But I'm gonna take the Rockets at plus one. And over 220. Game five. There's no respect after game four's win on the road as there's still a dog going back at home, being the one seed. Sunday, I was in, like I said, I was in Vegas and I bet the Rockets and over, and Houston lost by 40. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I bet the (laughs) same thing, and over never had a chance. Rockets didn't score a point until seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So that had no chance of going unless I got, like, overtime, which, of course, I didn't get. So Mm -hmm. third time is a charm. I hope I'm betting it again, 
hoping my pick before the playoffs comes through, which was the Rockets to win the West. Play as a team for the four, and they play a game that's actually they play good in all four quarters for once. And if they do that, I think they'll be over 220. So I'm going to go two-team parlay, my best bet, next game, game five, Rockets at home, plus one, and over 220. You sent me a text yesterday saying I've lost 18 over-unders in a row. <laughs> and now uh, you're oh, making yeah, it your right. best bet. Yeah, I don't, think I've, my, well, I don't think I've ever won more again. than two. I'm going over again. All right, over again. Yep. Rockets plus one, over 220, game five. That's a parlay for Harry. He's lost two three teams. in a row, so uh, tread lightly. All right, uh, Brother Bry, you've won three in a row. What's your best bet? One, three in a row. Yeah, I was thinking if, if the Rockets would have lost last night, I definitely would have jumped on them first quarter again. But I can't, I can't do that just because I, I don't know with how the Warriors are going to come out. Um, so I'm going to go UFC. I know, I know Darren and I have struggled with the UFC the last few times, but this is one fight I've actually – usually, you know, some of these are, are close. I, I really like this fight. I've liked this one for weeks. Darren and I have been talking about this for the last few weeks, but yeah. I love Stephen Thompson over Darren Till in UFC Fight Night 130. Just so you know, that's actually taking place on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Most people might be thinking it's uh, Saturday. Early Sunday, too, I think. Right? Yeah. Early Sunday because it's in England. It's in Darren Till's hometown. But I just think Stephen Thompson just – has so much more experience. He's a better striker. I mean, Till, I think at this point, I mean, he could be the superstar of this division, but he's going to suffer a loss first. I mean, he hasn't really fought anybody outside of Cerrone, which was his last his last win. But I just, I think with Thompson, he's really struggled against Woodley in his two fights, even though one was a draw and one was a loss. But that's against somebody who's a really good wrestler who could counter his striking. So I think I think Till in this fight's going to really struggle, and, and Thompson actually started as a big, a pretty sizable favorite, and he's down to minus one fifteen at this point. So it's, it's a, a pick 'em yeah. fight, and uh, I just, I just love Thompson on this one. All right, all right, UFC. Listen, you you were uh, like last year at this time, you were on fire with the UFC. So this is this is oh, where yeah. This is I've, I've been betting up. UFC pretty well lately. The yeah. last few weekends yeah. have been have been good. Yeah. It's just uh, our picks, yeah. Darren's picks on the UFC. Brian, yeah, I, I, I think, think I know you. I know your answer to this. You you should give your picks out because you know that you've been winning on the podcast, but also during the week. And I know you're gonna what you're gonna say if you give them out, you'll lose. But he really has been uh, doing very well on lacrosse and UFC and what other dumb sports. Yeah, I'll give out. Them. I'll give out the lacrosse. Uh, All right. I'll give out lacrosse this weekend when the odds come out. I do like uh, Yale a little bit over Albany. Okay. A little bit. And I like uh, Duke to kind of upset Maryland a little bit in that game. So that's probably what I'm going to go with, but I'll give them out during the week. All right. Parlay Kid coming off a winning parlay. What's your best bet? Yeah, Brian has been hot, and I think – yeah, we've been pretty good with the UFC, uh, at least uh, not on the show, but off the show. Hmm. And um, I I do like Brian's pick. I think Thompson – Wow, that's at almost even odds. That's a great pick. Uh, so now, you know, I uh, I have a, I have uh, my pick here made, but I would preface to say this: mm-hmm. my I would easily take the following parlay if I had lines on it right now. If I could, I would take Warriors game six, Cavs game six. That is going to be the easiest parlay. Yeah. You're saying ever, money, uh, money line, had, money right? line, right? You're saying or? money line parlay. I'm right. just straight up money. You might, you know, I, but we, there's no lines out, so I can't go with it right now. But that's what I would do. But right now, Sal, look. So who do you like in this uh, the next game between the Rockets and the Warriors? You like? I think you like the Warriors, Sal. So I like the Warriors <laughs> too tomorrow. But yeah. I think Game Six is a 
that they're going to finish it off. So I'm just going to go Warriors at the plus 140 to win the series in six games. Okay. I hear Thompson's a little bit banged up. I almost think the way he's been playing, it doesn't matter. He's been he hasn't been very good. Durant, I think, is going to go for 40, and Curry's going to go for something like 35. And I actually think they're going to they're going to walk all over the Rockets uh, tomorrow. Uh, so just and then I think they finish Game Six off at home, uh, and at plus one forty, I like that rather than just going with them uh, in Game Five. I'd rather take the uh, the plus money and uh, taking a win in this in six. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. I like it. All right, Warriors plus one forty and six, and I feel like I'm copying you because I had the actual the same numbers written down. My bet. Tate, let's get a little drum roll here because this will be six yes. in a row for me. Let's pretend there's a drum playing. <laughs> it is playing. Oh, it is. Okay. Winner number six in a row. The highest scoring player in game five of the Western Conference Finals will be wearing a Golden State Warrior jersey minus 115. Now, this bet is 2-2 two and two so far. It's a little weird because it doesn't follow that the team that wins necessarily has the highest scorer, but... Here's what's happened. Harden had 30 he, uh, yesterday. He had 41 in game one, and he had 20 and 27. No one's really come closer to those numbers, but 41 was crazy. Durant's put up 37s, 38s. Curry's had 35. I think this team comes out blazing. I really do. They're embarrassed. They're not going to leave anything to chance. I had the same numbers, Parley Kid. I hit Durant with 45. 40 and and uh Steph Curry with 35 and I think that's going to wow. be more than enough. Now why not take Golden State minus 1? Well, I think that's going to win too, but I think this is an FU game for Steph Curry. He comes into the playoffs, he co- he goes off. He might be one too. I guess Clay might be out now, but I think both of these guys score a total of between, you know, 73 and 77 points. And here's why I think this is going to happen the most. This is why I said this is going to happen. Because I said so. I've won five in a row, and this is six. <laughs> That's why it's going to happen. Golden State to have the highest scoring player in game five, minus 115. That's win number six in a row. Tate, you love it. I love it. All I right. love it. I love it. Especially with Clay's out. we got to have it from Durant or Curry. Yes. There you go. And yep. like I, I agree with Parley Kid. It's going to be finished off in six. All right. Let's hit the Twitter plugs. Brother Bry, where can people find you? I'm at the brother Bry, and like you said, maybe I'll start giving out more of my picks. I mean, there you although go. yeah, that that that's one that's going to turn around, right? Why not? It really doesn't matter. At the brother Bry. All right, Parlay Kid, where could uh, Guard Snow find at you? At the Chalk Talker, Sal. At the Chalk Talker, and Harry. What's I'm at AAO Harry, and by the way, the Capitals are up two nothing. And in the show before the series started, I gave out the Caps at plus one sixty to beat the Lightning in the series. Wow, two nothing. All right, well, don't jinx it here, Harry. And but I, I just realized how dumb it is to give updates on a podcast that uh, Tate is going to take six hours to post, um, <laughs> giving updates on these basketball games. But what are you going to do? I, I'm sorry, uh, Tate. Where people find you? Uh, uh, you do podcasts. You have. You have Instagram, uh, pic- <laughs> pictures of you dunking in an abandoned park near you. Where, where could people find Tate? Uh, Tate Frazier, at Tate Frazier. Pretty easy. Uh, podcast, One Shining Podcast with Mark Titus, GM Street with Mike Lombardi. I love it. It's all great. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm at the Cousin Sal on Twitter. Shoot us an email, though, 
at CousinSal, against all odds, at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta and Master Tate Frazier. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.